Welcome to Money Matters, the podcast that focuses on how to use the money you have, make the money you need, and save the money you want. Now, here is your host, Ms. Kim Chapman. Welcome to another edition of Money Matters. I am your host, Kim Chapman. Here's a statement more so than a quote for today. Every five years, most consumers look at buying a new car for about 30, 40, 50 grand, and we do it with a smile on our face. But then when it comes to your HVAC system, 10 grand, 20 grand, and this is after you've had it for 30 years, we lose our mind. But we got to have it, right? Is your AC ready? The heat, it's here and it's not going anywhere for a while. So let's talk about it. Joining me today is owner of SEC Heating and Cooling, LLC, Mr. Stephen Conyers. Welcome. Thank you. Boy, it's getting hot. Oh, yeah. I know you've been busy. It was hard to even get you in because, you know, we're having to run our ACs already. So, Yes, ma'am. So, t- first of all, what does HVAC even stand for? Heating, ventilation, and air conditioning. All right. Because you see that that's the new term. We used to say AC. Now it's... HVAC all the time. So tell us a little bit about yourself. How long have you been in the business and how did you even get started in this business? So I've been in the business for around 27 years, 26, 27 years. And it's kind of funny how I got started in the business. I I tried college and that didn't kind of work out for me. And I knew I liked to work with my hands and stuff. So I went down and said, I think I might want to do air conditioning. I might want to do electrical Went down to my first place to look for a job. It was from a, a family friend, well, a friend of mine, his family's company. And I was going there and I was going to go to an electrical company. Whoever hired me first, that's where I was going. And i tell you what, I really love the air conditioning field. It's It's been very beneficial. You know, and I, like I said, I like to work with my hands. You learn a lot. You learn something new every day. So that's kind of how I got into it. Started off with the sheet metal end and said, you know what, I want to really get focused on the air conditioning end of it. So I started uh, going to school for it. So that that's that's where it all started. I was pretty much just right out of high school, spent a semester at college, said, nope, not for me. And then winded up getting a job at a AC company because I didn't know if I wanted to do AC or electrical. Well, and, and you're I definitely love it. in the right state when you talk about oh, yeah. job security, oh, yeah. career security I tell, in Louisiana. You know, I got a group of uh, guys. My oldest technician is 24. Tell them all you picked the right profession to for South Louisiana because we're always going to need AC. And everybody loves the HVAC man. Until they get the bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about what are some of the most common types of units that you see in, in Louisiana homes? So a lot, you, the most common is your gas heat system with uh with your HVACs, condensers, straight cools. That's your most common type uh, just because gas heat's a little bit cheaper to spend, you know, to run and stuff like that. Then you have just your straight electric heat with your uh, straight cools, uh, which are popular too, you know, just because they cost, they do cost a little bit more to run as far as the heating season goes. But, you know, you don't have the gas, you don't have the, it's a little cheaper to install. And then some, some areas don't have gas. One, one system I like, and I used to not be a big fan of heat pumps, but I, I, I put a heat pump in my, my house and I love that thing. I mean, if you got electric heat and you ain't got gas, I would uh, I would definitely recommend going with a heat pump. It's cheaper to uh, run during the the winter months, and you get a 
more even heat with it too. So as far as that goes, that those are kind of the common types that we have around here. There are some water source heat pumps out there. I don't see a whole lot of them. All right. So every time I turn on TV now or the radio, I'm hearing it's time for that annual checkup, you know, to get your AC service, get it ready for the summer. What is What does that involve? How important is it? I mean, because I know not everybody gets that done. Not everybody gets it done. I probably send a couple of thousand cards out a year and I might get 500 back to, to do their maintenances. Maintenances are very, very important. It makes your system run more efficiently and it makes it last longer. So when we when we come out and do a maintenance, we're doing we're cleaning your outside unit, making sure everything's clean and proper. We're checking your refrigerant, making sure all the levels are right, uh, making sure your subcool superheat is correct. We're checking all your electrical connections, make sure nothing's loose or anything like that, because a loose connection could cause problems, you know, with it heating up and could burn a connection up. Make a small problem worse. Yeah, make a small problem worse. We also check capacitors. That is your most common issue with an air conditioner is a capacitor. They they go out because of heat. They go out because of lightning. They go out because they just want to go out. That is probably the biggest thing we replace on an HVAC system. Uh, we do check that. We blow your drains out. That's another big issue if you don't maintain your drain you're going to wind up with a backed up drain pan and pray that your float switch works because if it doesn't you're going to have a mess with water on your ceiling oh wow yes so we do test the float switches to make sure they're working properly so we just make sure everything's working to specs and we make sure everything's fine with that we also inspect the evaporator coal if it needs to be clean, we we go to the customer and tell them that it needs to be clean. This is what it's going to cost to clean it. So what are some warning signs? You know, of course, we're just starting to turn the AC on probably in the last couple of weeks. If you haven't already, it's coming. You know, I think our cool days are in the distance. So what are some warning signs that maybe you have an issue with your AC unit? What, what sort of things should we be the, looking for? The first for? warning sign is you walk in, it's hot. Yes. <laughs> but That's the prelude big, to yeah, the heat. Yeah. So if you notice your unit's not getting to temp, just say you got it set on 70 and it won't get to 72, right? especially right now. We should still be able to maintain, you know, temperatures. You might want to, you might have an issue. It could be low on Freon. It could be, could be dirty, you know, something like that. Uh, running longer than you think it should, you know, especially right now, springtime, when we're not getting into the, you know, the high, we're getting into the high 80s, right at 90. We should still be able to maintain. Now, whenever we get in the peak of summer, when it's 95 to 100 degrees, your unit's going to run. It's going to run all day long. Is there a danger to that when it has to run like that nonstop? No, actually it's better for your unit to run a little bit longer. So your unit's pulling humidity as it's cooling the air. Mm -hmm. So as you know, we, we have really humid days here in Louisiana, even in the winter. months at a time. Yeah. Yeah. So when your unit's running longer, it's dehumidifying as it runs. If it does run a little bit longer, even if it's running correctly, you're, you're pulling humidity out of the system out of your house. Well, in my mind, I always thought just the opposite, that the longer it runs, then, you know, that you were burning up the unit, it was going to get hot and it was going to stop working. So I'd always get nervous when we hit those hundred degree days with nothing but sunshine and you never hear it click off. Yeah. that That's why you need your unit clean. 
because you think about it, if you take your air filter and clean, you're supposed to change your air filter once a month or clean it if you got a, a cleanable filter. So you're running your unit all year long, blowing grass on it when you cut grass, you know, your neighbor's blowing grass on it when they cut grass. So you're stopping up those coals outside. So you have no filtration on there. Every year, you need to go and clean all that off, you know, clean everything out so that that unit breathes properly. That helps during the summer whenever this unit's running running a long time. You're still pulling air through that coal, good air through the coal. It's cooling the compressor. It's cooling the coal. So you're not going to have those issues of a dirty coal not pulling enough air across the coal pulling air across your fan because it pulls across your fan too and cools your fan. So it doesn't put the struggle on your your fan motor outside. It doesn't put a hard struggle on your fan, on your compressor. So keeping a clean condenser is the most important thing as far as efficiency and longevity of your unit. Now you mentioned filters and you said every 30 days. And of course, when you go to Walmart, their filters as cheap as what, maybe, you know, three, four, $10, or you can buy them as high as maybe $20 a filter. Is more expensive always better? No, not in my opinion. I don't run expensive filters in my house. I run a cheap pleated filter. We run our air conditioners a lot. If you do run a high, expensive filter with the higher MERV ratings, you might want to change it more often. Um, it's not a bad thing to do that. It's just you may have to change it more often because it's catching more dust. And it's going to clog up faster. So besides changing the filter, what are other things that we can do as homeowners to make our air conditioner more efficient? As far as that's concerned, a customer, make, make sure you do your maintenance once a year. That That's the biggest thing with these units is doing maintenance once a year. If you can, after you cut grass, if you notice some grass on your air, condi- air conditioning, Hose it off with a uh, water water hose. Do not put a lot of pressure on it because you will bend the fins. Just hose it off with uh, with a water hose. That helps out, especially when it gets real dry in the summer and you're cutting grass and it's real dusty. Hose it off if you if it ain't if it's running while you're cutting grass. Another thing you could do is cut the unit off while you're cutting grass, so it's not sucking all that dust and grass to it. That makes a lot of sense. But a lot of people have their own gra- have a grass company that comes out. So you don't know when they're coming. So it's hard to do that. So you might want to go over there and hose it off every, you know, once a month. Just go hose it off real quick with a water hose. So is there any truth or is this a myth? You know, um, this one says your home will cool down faster by turning the thermostat way down. No, no. That won't help at all. No, that doesn't help at all. It's going to it's going to cool down at the same um, rate of time if you turn it to 70 or 60. All right. Here it says air conditioners do not have to be replaced for a year. You just said every 30 days. Oh, filters? Yes. Filters. I'm sorry. Of course, we don't want to change our air conditioners every year. Our filters. We would like you to change your (laughs) air conditioner every year. (laughs) No, uh, filters, you know, they are some six-month filters. They're a five-inch media filter. Those are 60-day filters, but they have a lot of surface area on them because they're five inches uh, thick. But if you're using a regular one-inch filter, once a month is the best thing to do. I know they say 30 – I mean, some of them say 90 days on them. I don't believe that. I I just feel like you should keep your air filter clean, you know, and every 30 days should be what you're looking at. 
All right, here's another myth. It says thermostat location doesn't affect the air quality or the temperature. So does it matter where you have your thermostat or even what kind of thermostat you have? Yes, location does. You do not want it on an exterior wall. You don't want it on a wall that has a heat load on the back of it. You don't want heat load, any kind of heat load on it because it could make it run longer or anything like that. If you have, if it's the only wall you have, like in my house, I got it upstairs, the the upstairs, it's on an exterior wall, but there's nothing, there's nowhere else I could put it. It was always going to be right there. So you, you sometimes have to have it right there, but if you cannot have it, not by windows, not by doors and by your return. Does the type of thermostat that you have in the house, of course, of course, you know, they get better and better with technology. You know, there's the old one where you just kind of lift up the lever yeah. to set, set it. Now you have, what is it, Honeywell or I can't Yeah, we. The- I use a Honeywell T-Series thermostats. I really like them. I've always been a Honeywell fan. So that's kind of where I'm at with them. So your Honeywells are really good. You know, they got other ones that are really good, too. But as far as just my personal preference is a Honeywell thermostat. Now, you do have them old, like they they got a snap action or the old mercury bulb ones. They're not as accurate as a digital type thermostat. With this time of the year, like you said, you're going to come out, you're going to do maintenance. How can we trust the maintenance man, the repair man, and make sure we're not getting scammed. If somebody comes out and my air is not working, of course, you know, we feel like we're at their mercy because we want that air turned on. That's all we want to hear is that you can fix it. But then they're saying we need a new unit. And there's so many scammers out there. What can, what can consumers do to protect themselves? If you, if you feel that way, if you don't have a long lasting relationship with this company, get a second opinion. I mean, a lot of these companies, I'll give free second opinions on them. I know we do. We we give free second opinion. You know, we give free estimates. You know, we'll we'll go through it and let you know what what needs to be done. So if a company's saying it needs to be replaced, and you don't have a long history with them, and you don't feel comfortable, or if you do have a long history with them, and you don't feel comfortable, and you want a second opinion, get one. If you feel like you need to get a second opinion, get one. I highly recommend it, even with my customers. If they if they want to get a second opinion, get it. I mean, we we go out when we go out. It's we we speak the truth of what's going on with your system. And of course, not only are we battling just the summer heat, we're battling with energy. And so, what are some things that we can do to make our homes more efficient? For example, a couple of years ago, somebody recommended getting this uh, attic insulator. Said that hey, it'll keep the the heat up in the attic. It'll keep my walls cooler. I think I spent about thirty or forty bucks on it at Amazon. Can I really tell the difference? Not really. What about that? Even turbines, I had an extra turbine put on the house. What are some things that a consumer can do to kind of bring down that cost, not have the unit work as hard? So to bring down the cost, uh, you want to make sure your attic's insulated well. If you can see your ceiling joists, you need more insulation. If you can see the tops of them, you need more insulation. That's one thing. They have an attic tent. You lose a lot of air around your uh, attic access. They Amazon sells an attic tent. You can order that online. It's easy to install. It's a DIY. So do it yourself install. I recommend those. I'm trying to think anything else. Make sure your windows are not leaking. Good, efficient windows is is always a plus. Like I said, insulation again is a big thing. And because I go in a lot of houses and their their insulation is just poor insulation. 
as far as wind turbines, those are good, but you don't want your attic too cool because you could cause your ductwork to sweat. So in terms of the unit itself, how long should a unit last? Average right now is about 12 to 15 years. I've seen less and I've seen more. If you got a unit that's 20 years old, you need to start putting your money back because it's coming. If somebody tells you you need a new unit at 10 years, get a second opinion, unless it's just done. Like if it's running and they say they can't fix it or they you need a new unit, get a second opinion. So with a brand new unit, is it automatically going to come with a warranty? Yes. And I know it may vary from brand to brand, but how on average? Average, what type of warranty? average warranty is a 10-year parts warranty. Okay. And then, of course, when do our air conditioners break? Friday night, Saturday night, Fourth New Year's Eve. Fourth of July. You know, <laughs> what's the worst time in the world to get a call? Do you, because I know other companies definitely do, they, you know, there's a surcharge. I mean, my air conditioner never breaks when it's cool. It never breaks on a Thursday. It's always a Saturday or a Friday. And then it just seems like, you know, to call somebody, it's going to be triple the price. We We don't charge any extra for a call out on the weekends or holidays. We it's our same fee year round. It's a eighty dollar call out to come diagnose your unit, and that doesn't matter if it's Sunday, Monday, or Christmas. It's all the same. What if it's two a.m. in the morning? Because if it's hot, it's hot. We want our air. Never had the issue of two a.m. in the morning because most people just deal with it until. But yes, it would still be eighty dollars. Home warranties. I know that we talked a little bit about this before you came in. Uh, You know, I had a home warranty and it seems like every time I tried to use it, it just didn't really, really pan out. Uh, Does your company accept home warranties? Do you think that they're a good idea? I do do some with home warranties right now. There is one home warranty company that lets you call their your own service technician. So it kind of helps out with getting somebody out there quicker because some home warranties don't don't get somebody out there as fast as you really want them to. So I, there is one company, I can't think of the name of it that off the top of my head, that does let you call your own person out. I have done some work with home warranties and I will never become another vendor for a home warranty company because they just, I feel like they don't treat their customers right. You know, they don't want to do the right thing. I had a customer a couple years ago while I was doing home warranty, they had him out there for four weeks in the middle of summer. And after that, I just, I couldn't deal with that. You know, I'm a customer base, you know, customer service based company. You know, we try to make everybody happy and try to get to them as fast as we can. And that's just not the way they were doing things. So I just had to let that go. Is there one type of repair that's more common than not that you see in the summer or maybe even in the start of the um, warmer months? Well, if you're not getting your maintenance, the two biggest are in any time is uh, capacitors and water in the pan. If you're not getting your maintenances done, it's going to be water in the pan. Because once you run your heat all winter, you, your drain lines dry up. They grow algae while there's water in there. And that algae just turns into a basically a rock almost once it dries up. And you got to get it cleaned out. That's one of the biggest things is if you're not getting your maintenance done is drain lines. Okay. A couple more myths. Should you close off vents in unused rooms? No. 
Leave them open. Leave all your vents open. If you want to turn vents off, have have somebody come in, or if you can do it yourself, turn the dampers off at the ductwork. And then this says you should let your AC unit completely die before replacing it. I tell people that a lot. You know, <laughs> I, I say that, but, you know, it, it depends. If you're not worried about being in the middle of summer, and it dying on you and you might be a week without air conditioning, then let it roll. Let it roll until it goes completely out. But if you're a type of person that don't want to be without AC, when you hit that 20-year mark, start looking to replace it. And then what about the size of the unit? How important is that in terms of cooling cooling off your home? So your unit should be sized properly uh, with a manual J, which is a heat load calculation of your house. So you go in and, you know, you do all your heat load calculations on it, you know, windows, insulation, you know, position of the house, where the windows are located, north, south, east, west. So you don't want to oversize a unit because if it don't run enough, it's not pulling humidity and you'll start growing mold. You don't want to undersize it because then it won't cool. Uh, it won't cool properly. It'll run all the time, even in the, the spring months. Whenever it's, you know, only 85, 90 degrees, it's not going to cool properly. It's going to run all the time and you're not going to be able to drop temp like you want to. So we talked a few minutes ago about, of course, thermostats and there are so many different new things out there on technology. I mean, you can have a remote control for your air conditioner. What are the what other new technologies are you seeing for air conditioning units? So there's a newer technology that that I just went to a class for. It's a Remy Halos. Uh, it's an air purification system and it, I don't have all the information on it, um, readily available cause I wasn't, I didn't, wasn't planning on talking about this, uh, at first, but they, if you can go to RGF.com and read up on these things, they're really nice. They, uh, they're UV type light. They're not a, exactly a UV cause there's, there's differences between the UVs and and this, this Remy Halo, it has a little cell in it that produces hydrogen peroxide. And it sends hydrogen peroxide throughout your house, killing germs, you know, the flu, SARS. It helps with dust and everything. So it may, at first, you may see a little extra dust. But once you get over that little extra dust, once it really gets into your house, it's your dust is going to go way down too. Wow. And so this is something that's available on the market now? Yes. Yes. Okay. Anything else new and improved for AC units? No, not right now. We are going to have some changes in 2025 with refrigerants. Uh, don't know a whole lot about that right now. Manufacturers are keeping us in the dark, I guess. I don't know. We, uh, we, we're we trying to figure all that out right now on the new refrigerant change. So it seems like that number one takeaway is that you need to have it maintenance. So how can our listeners contact you if they have other questions or if they want to go ahead and schedule maintenance for their AC unit? Anybody that's listening to this and they let us know that you're listening to this, uh, we do a $99 special right now. And if you are a listener and you tell me that, hey, I I heard you on the the Money Matters podcast, uh, I'll knock $10 off of that. And you can call us at... 225-571-7774. If we don't answer, leave a message or text message that number and letting us know that you want to schedule maintenance. All right, Mr. Conyers, thank you so much for joining us. It's getting hot outside, so I know you've got some AC units to go check out. Yes, ma'am. 
Thank you. Thank you. Unlike northern states, living in Louisiana without some form of air conditioning is really not an option. So regardless of what type of unit you have, here are a couple of tips to help you maximize your air conditioner's efficiency. One, seal off your AC ducts. Two, raise that thermostat. Three, install a programmable thermostat so that you can control the temperatures throughout the day. Insulate and weatherize. I think our AC repairman said that was so, so important. And then check and change your filters once a month. Install your room AC in the shade and then keep your compressor cool and clean. And for more information, check out neighborsfcu.org forward slash financial education to learn more on how to use the money you have, make the money you need, and save the money you want.